This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey y'all, welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. We have a little quickie episode today on one of my favorite academic philosophical questions, I suppose, a very hot topic in urban planning, and a really important part of the conversation in social sustainability. We're speaking today about third places. This fits really nicely into a broader conversation around walkable communities. I'm going to link an episode in the show notes if you want to deep dive a little bit more on walkable communities. But specifically on the topic of third places, I want to talk about the value of a third place and what I'm going to call the death of the third place. Why is it that we are seeing less and less of these spaces? I want to set the scene a little bit by defining what a third place is. In society, as individuals, as families, we think about the places where we operate in a hierarchy. Your home is your first place, and typically your work is considered your second place. So a third place is an additional space where you are spending time, where you're connecting with your community. You are building and working on relationships outside of your home and your workplace. If you're trying to visualize this, a third place could be maybe a coffee shop, it could be a gym, it could be somewhere where you're facilitating social interactions. And I think that this is really helpful to think of in like a TV landscape. So like, for example, on a show like How I Met Your Mother or Cheers, friends are getting together at a bar and they're anticipating seeing their friends. A character is going to a place where they know they're going to know people. And I think that's the distinction here. A third place is not somewhere where you're choosing to like meet up with your friends. It's somewhere where you can anticipate social interactions to happen, where you're already feeling comfortable, where you're building those relationships a little bit further. This could also be like a library, a park, somewhere in your neighborhood where you can hang out comfortably. And the value of the third place is not just for you as an individual, of course, to foster those social relationships, but more broadly amongst the community, third places really provide a sense of identity, really provides a sense of like sustainability and stability within neighborhoods, really fostering again, a stronger social fabric to the community. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, that sounds great, but that's just not my personal life. In general, we are seeing a really steady decline in third places. So that's what I was alluding to at the top of the episode, what I'm calling the death of the third place. And this is a really hot conversation on TikTok, on online spaces where people are wondering how we are connecting as you know a general society now. There are a couple of theories as to why we are seeing less and less third places. And a big one is the rise of the digital age. You know, the argument that the internet is the new third place. Social dynamics have definitely shifted in the age of the internet. We are more online than ever, and we are also more disconnected than ever because of it. 
I don't want to go down the rabbit hole today of like how social media and the internet has generally impacted our social relationships, but I think very broadly we can all agree that social landscapes have changed in the wake of social media. So some of that value and stability that we typically associated with a physical location, we no longer need to like physically meet up to now check in with people to have that same sort of social interaction. I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I think that's just something to consider when we talk about why are folks not spending more time in third places or why are we seeing less and less third places. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another big contributing factor to the decline of third places is just urbanization, commercialization, just the way that we are building out our communities right now. Zoning practices that are influencing our built environments. To some extent, you can talk about the death of the third place as a matter of distance, like folks are just less likely to go somewhere when it's farther from them. So as communities have continued to spread out, as we've gotten more and more suburban over time, we don't always have these third places in walkable areas and we don't always have our friends close to us. There's a lot of research around like mixed use developments, areas where you have apartment buildings on top of storefronts, on top of coffee shops, whatever it may be, and how mixed use development, mixed zoning can really support not just social sustainability, but just a stronger sense of community. And when you have that stronger sense of community, people are far more likely to invest in their community, to care about their community. They're typically more like environmentally friendly areas because things are walkable, because folks don't have to drive as much to get to these places where they're looking to hang out to some extent. But especially in the U.S., mixed-use development has not been nearly as shiny, trendy, attractive as it has been in the last, let's say, 10 years. So most of our built environment does exist on a suburban model where you have a densely populated downtown area. And the farther you get away, the farther you are from your neighbors, the more space you have. And it sounds really attractive from like a real estate perspective historically. But one of the downfalls is also that lack of third place. You are getting farther and farther from a space where you can just spend time regularly. I think something else to consider, it's not that we no longer have third places at all, correct? I think it's just that we're interacting with them less and less as a collective. And something that's important to consider there is just the cost of living. It's inflation. It's expensive to be able to regularly meet your friends at a bar, at a coffee shop, whatever it may be, because you're having to spend money by hanging out there. It's also becoming less and less common to have a third place that you can just enjoy and not have to spend money in. There are definitely some really cool grassroots community-led initiatives that are trying to combat this. These could be like community art spaces, interactive areas in parks, events being held at local libraries and kind of the rebrand of the local library to some extent. And ultimately aiming to make these third spaces as inclusive and accessible as possible and really specific to that community's needs. It makes it adaptable. 
Because ultimately, in the world we live in now, we can't imagine the third place to be exactly what it was 30 years ago. Again, it's less and less common that you and your friends are just casually meeting up in these places that we once saw on TV shows as like hubs for friendship, for community. And then to kind of couch this in the larger conversation around social sustainability, really aiming to make sure that third places not just are supporting this community and social kind of cohesion, this connectivity amongst people in an area, but really serving positively to these people. So educating or giving them resources or really promoting diversity and inclusivity in some way. Perhaps these are spaces that are promoting resilience and safety and education. Like we mentioned, we've been mentioning libraries. At the end of the day, we just do not want people to only exist to be at home or at work. And in a world where so many people are working from home, how are we supporting those individuals to feel connected to anyone at all, even if it is their coworkers? There's a lot to consider. There's a lot of nuance, but I think ultimately third places are just becoming more and more obviously needed. And I'm really glad that we're having this conversation online. I'm glad that we're having it in our social circles. And I'm really curious to know how communities will continue to adapt this idea to make sense for their people. I hope this gave you something to think about. I hope you're thinking about third places immediately available to you, and I'm curious to know what those are. And I hope that you can continue to have these conversations within your community and really continue to promote that social sustainability app that we've been talking about today. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram story and the family group chat. I have all my links in the show notes if you want to get in touch. Whether this is your first time here or you've listened to EcoChic in the past, just double check that you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening today and you can rate and review the show as well. It really helps us out. Thank you so, so much. And I'll talk to you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.